0: You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Mickey. Hi, everyone. Um, It's just going to be me tonight. Megan's not feeling well. Um, Not COVID. I feel like I have to say, not COVID. She's going to be fine. Um. But so, it's just me tonight. Um, I'm excited for our episode. It's really a personal one for me. I've got a few stories to share. We're talking about mashed up families. And um, I have two stories to tell, which is crazy as it is. Um, Our guest has an amazing story to share too. So, I think this should be a pretty good one. Um, But before we get started, I'll go ahead and dive into my highs and lows. Um, Let's see. My high this week... Uh, so <laughs> with veterans day last week, um, the kids only had school for one day on Thursday last week. Um, so my husband was off that week. So we found ourselves having a full day just to ourselves. And so I think we were kind of like, we weren't planning anything. We're like, Oh yeah, we've got some projects we could do whatever. Like since the first time that we were going to have that one of the kids was sick, I think we just weren't like going to jinx ourselves. Um, But it happened. We dropped both kids off and we're like, I don't want to do any projects today. Like this is our first day off, you know, as parents, like I don't want to go home and paint or go to Home Depot and do stuff. So like, okay, well, what are we going to do for fun? Well, we have to go to Costco, which will be super fun without the kids, but it's not open yet. So what are we going to do? We're like, um, I don't know. So we ended up just driving around which uh was really fun we drove like i think we were driving for like at least an hour um it was just nice to sit in the car and like talk and we're trying to figure out like future career kind of things and working on my business and he's got some new ventures that he wants to work on so being able to just like sit and talk uninterrupted was magical it was so It was so nice. And to, again, not have that, like, guilt or that, like, lingering, you know, they're with a babysitter. You know they're, like, with family that's watching them. And, like, are they being good? Or is everything okay? Like, they were at school. We don't have to worry about it. It was awesome. So, that was my high. We had a great day. We we stopped and got some lunch and um, went to Costco and came home and just, like, sat and... I think we, like, played on our phones for a while until we went to pick them up. But just, like, sitting in our house in silence, it was so nice. So that was my high. My low was Wednesday. Um, My dog went in for his surgery. If you've been listening, um, I've mentioned that he had, like, a cancerous lump on his lower third eyelid which is a thing for dogs like underneath his left eye and he also had some dental extractions and cleaning that he needed done um getting to the surgery was just a whole thing with his like he had a heart murmur and all these blood tests and they don't even know if they can get the whole cancer they don't know what kind it is so I was really nervous going up to it um dropped him off the surgery went well I'll say that that's not the low it went great I I think um I don't know, we ha- they haven't got the pathology back, but there was um, a worry that they were going to damage um, his tear duct or his tear gland on that eye, and he would need um, eye drops for the rest of his life, which would be torture for him and us. I think he's fine because his eye has been, like, tearing and everything, so that looks good. Um, the low, <laughs> when he came home with a cone, which is a funny low, at least, because he had to wear that for a whole... Full week. I actually just took it off tonight. Tomorrow's the seventh day, but I could not stand it anymore, you guys. It's like he got used to it the first couple of days, and then I feel like intentionally he is just running into everything with it. And it's so loud that like plastic noise scraping on like the wall or the wood furniture. Like and then he just like gets caught on it and just like keep walking and just push through it so it like scrape on everything all day long. I'm like, there's no way that you can't make it through a doorway without hitting that thing. Like, are you (laughs) kidding me? And then we come home and he like, like is running behind your feet. And he's like ramming his cone into the back of my legs. I'm like, this, this has got to go. Like, I cannot handle this anymore. So annoying, getting stuck under the table. Like he gets up in the middle of the night and like, shakes it around, like wakes everybody up. My husband has to get up at like 4 a.m. to go to work. So waking up in the middle of the night to the damn dog wearing his cone was not fun. Um, But really the worst part was he got really, um, he's like always messed up from the anesthesia afterwards. So when we got home, he was just like the most pitiful thing. And he just sat and whined and whined and whined, which was very sad for like the first hour. But he just whined and whined for like I mean, four hours at least, just would not, I mean, he would stop every once in a while, but it was pretty consistent whining. Um, and just, if you set him down after he got his footing back, cause he was really wobbly for a while, um, he would just walk like aimlessly, like pace through the house whining. And so I would pick him up and I just hold him tight and like, you know, soothe him and stuff, but the whining was just horrendous. And then I was worried about him and, um, but that's a pretty common side effect in dogs. And it said some of them can be just very dramatic. I'm like, oh yeah, I could see him being dramatic and just whining and just sucking it up. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he's fine now, but it was a really long night. We were up with him a lot, trying to get him comfortable and, um, yeah, so I'm glad that's over. Hopefully, his test comes back and he doesn't like they got it all. Hopefully, it has clean edges or whatever they say they they got all the all the lump out. And um, I'm not worried about his teeth. So, so yeah, that that is it for my highs and lows. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and dive into the episode. Our guest tonight, his name is Seth. Um, we actually have had his wife Felicia on before. I don't know if you guys have been listeners for a while, but she did an episode with us um, about marriage. She's um, like a marital counselor. One of my favorite episodes. Uh, But Seth and Felicia are here, but to share Seth's story and his journey in finding his bio dad. So let's go ahead and welcome Seth to the show right after this break. Hey, Boss Lady, we want to support you and your business on our show. We are rolling out a new segment where we'll be highlighting Boss Ladies in our community by running an ad for your business. Sweet Indulgence is a custom bake shop. They do cakes, cupcakes, macarons, cookies that are as beautiful as they are delicious. The owner, Amy, loves frosting and hopes to bring as many smiles to as many people as she can through baking, and she does just that. Check out her amazing creations and contact her to order your own at Sweet Indulgence PNW. Or you can find her goodies at Joe's Fine Coffee on Mount Baker Highway here in Whatcom County. Again, that's at Sweet Indulgence PNW. If you're interested in us promoting you on our show, send us your email address and let's get bossy. Hi, Seth and Felicia. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Hey. hey.
0: <laughs> Thank you, guys, so much for joining us. And um, we're—I, I guess it's not we tonight. It's just me. But um, I'm excited to have you guys on here to talk about mashed-up families. Um, but first, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Um. Well, there's a lot to say. Uh, well, I've I. I mean, pretty much lived most of my life here in Bellingham. Uh, originally from Arizona, Prescott. Um, it's kind of been a roller coaster of a, of a life that I've had, uh, you know, from when I was real young, being in foster homes to uh, kind of, I got adopted when I was in seventh grade. In and out of homes, you know, it was pretty much living out of, I, I it's like a black trash bag when I would move from home to home, what I had, you know, and um, learned a lot of things, learned a lot of what not to do as I got what, for when I got older, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, a lot of great people along the way, but it's been it's been a journey for sure, and it's definitely not over. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Um, so. And now you're a dad and a husband. Yes. Um oh, And what do you do, like for work?
2: Uh, as far as work, if work goes, I do uh, asphalt construction. Done it for about 15 years now, and uh, I actually really enjoy it. It's something that I said I love to be active, so it keeps me in shape. Um, you get to see progress right in front of you, and you know, at the end of the day, you just go home and you just, you know, that's it. And tomorrow's yeah. another day, you know. So it's really good mm-hmm. good job yeah. good honest good honest work it's seasonal so it's you have to plan for it you know for the winter time and I'm fortunate that during all this pandemic stuff we've been uh been very fortunate to be able to be needed, not only just working in just Bellingham but our company's so big i've worked out in in seattle and and Monroe and all these other places for other crews because of my uh ability so been really yeah. really thankful.
0: Oh, that's good. That's really good. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, Felicia, <laughs> do you want to chime in? And let everyone, I'm like, we already know Felicia, if you guys have yeah. listened before where she's been on our show.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, just about myself or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I'm, well, I'm Felicia. Um, I am a counselor. I work for the Lemmy Tribe. And, um, as a mental health counselor and a supervisor, I, uh, recently just started a private practice specializing in working with couples and individuals, which is really interesting, the whole telehealth world. Um, and so I've been working from home since March during the pandemic and yeah, it's been a little jealous that Seth gets to have fresh air outside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you lucky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah, she's she's more busier now than, than before and it's just it's
1: yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're getting some time to decompress at the end of the day too. That must be tough.
1: For sure. Well, I'm grateful for Seth because like he gets home and he just like yeah, we, we got we pick up where the other person leaves off, you know?
0: yeah that's perfect good well with thanksgiving coming up um we wanted to just take some time to discuss families so megan and i talk a lot about our families um, our spouses our kids every once in a while you know we talk about our parents or our in-laws but um when we talk about our families we're very aware like I'm lucky to have a husband and two kids. That's kind of like a stereotypical family, Megan with her husband and daughter, and we're still married and all of that. But we recognize that all families don't look the same. Um, not everyone has both parents. Not everyone has siblings, grandparents, etc. cetera. Um, family structures and dynamics can be really messy and really mashed up and complicated, to say the least. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So those are the families that we want to talk about tonight. So I have my own stories to share with you all, um, but we cool. invited Seth and Felicia to share Seth's journey with us, finding his bio dad. So yeah. Seth, why don't you share your story with us? I don't know where, where you want to begin, yeah. but um, go ahead and, <laughs> and yeah, lead the way.
2: I, it, bear with me too, because I'll probably go on tangents, because like, sometimes I forget things and then I kind mm-hmm. of replay it.
0: Oh. oh yeah that too (laughs) um
1: mickey you have full permission to interrupt him if he goes like yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like wait i have a question about that yes
2: (laughs) so the story about my bio dad is ever since i was i mean ever since i was young you know i've never had my dad didn't know who my dad was um when i was in foster care you know i i mean i like i said i've never never met this guy um I honestly thought I'd go to my grave not knowing who my dad was or who this biological father, dad would be. Um, it wasn't, I think I was maybe I was in middle school with probably seventh grade. My adopted mom, um, Tina, I just kept asking, you know, it was just like, you know, who's my dad and why can't I, you know, why can't I know, you know, like, I just, I just want to know who he is. And, and um she actually reached out to what we thought was family and uh lady actually ended up being his sister and it was through my my biological mom heather had told my adopted mom tina about this lady and that used to be roommates with her and she had said that you know this is her this is his sister so my adopted mom had reached out to her and they took it as I don't know maybe they thought that my dog mom wanted to get rid of me or something I don't know cuz like she's like oh well, well we can take him in and you know he can come stay here and she's like no 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 he's not leaving right. I'm not I don't want him to go I just he wants to know who his dad is and she's just trying to you know the things you would hear about people retracing steps to you know who and who and and uh I mean years went on I mean like I said that was in middle school and um, it was just kind of like always in the back of my head, you know, like, would I ever find who he was or I don't like, cause from, from that, like, I know my mom's side and it was real small, but it, even in that it was broken up. Like, I didn't really know who my uncles were. I knew my grandma, but even my grandma's relationship with us was kind of a hit and miss. She was kind of a nomad. So I didn't have any of my own, like my dad's side, I didn't know anything, you know, and it really impacted, like, my self-esteem, and um, just, you know, just with foster care and all this stuff going with it, it just made it a lot harder to kind of feel accepted. I was always striving for acceptance, you know, and I worried about how I looked, and, you know, it really, it really impacted me in a lot of ways. I had great friends, and and luckily, I was very likable, you know, so, I mean, (laughs) making friends was never, never hard, and, and all that. Uh, it wasn't till about, what has it been now? About
1: three years? Three I want to say three or four years. But I want to add that also, like your brothers, your two younger brothers, they know who their dads are too. Yeah, yeah, that, that so was that didn't too help. Was, so I have,
2: I have two brothers um, from my mom's side, and the whole term of half brothers, you know, I, I just I throw that out the window because, I mean, they're my brothers. But uh, my brother, my middle brother, Jeffrey, um fortunately his dad i mean both dads aren't aren't great you know they she really knew how to pick them <laughs> my mom looked, my mom loved uh, looked for love in all the wrong places you know i love her to death but these guys were some you know oh my gosh oh no, my gosh and uh so my my middle brother adam or no yeah my middle brother adam his dad served time in prison He actually ended up meeting his dad and living with his dad. And I think he was there maybe less than six months, if that. And the dad called back and uh, was like, hey, you need to come get this kid. This kid's crazy. You know, my little, my my brother, and, and it's just, it's so weird to see my brother go down the same steps. I don't know his dad's history or anything, but my brother's been in and out of prison. You know, he's, he's, he's the smartest, stupid person I know. Like, I love yeah. him to death, but he just, I don't know how he can, I just don't understand. So, yeah. he knew his dad, and and my brother Jeffrey, he got his dad actually used to live with us when I, before I went into foster care, when our family was together, and um, over the years, you know, and he he turned out to be an alcoholic, he, you know, he has his story and all that stuff, but wasn't a good dude, was not a good dude at all, you know, and so it was unfortunate that it's like even though they know who their dads were, they're not proud of them at all, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: for that to go into mind was like it wasn't fair to, in a sense that like, okay, mom, you knew who their who their dads were. What about me? And it literally was like this. It was like this weird merry-go-round where she would be like, "Hey, look, it's either this guy named Billy Livingood or it's this other guy." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, there's two? So yeah, like like I said, I don't have a Facebook or an Instagram or anything like that. So through Felicia's instant messenger, I was just like, you know what? I mean, I'm just gonna reach out to who I think could be maybe part of them. So I ended up I ended up reaching out to I guess the lady again, the, the sister of you know my dad, um, Sandy, and I was like, well, Sandy Gentry, like that name sounds familiar and all right, well, I'm just going to reach out to her. And I just said in a brief, you know, thing was just like, hey, look, you know, my age, I'm, I was, what, 33? Yeah, I was 33. Um, my, my my, mom says that, you know, I just kind of, I, I don't know how I asked her. I was just like, hey, look, I'm just looking for information. Um, I'm just looking about, you know, about my dad. I mean, I didn't say dad, but this Billy Living Good, my mom said was was my dad or something like that. And if you have any any um, information, you know, I just want to know anything. So I ended up um, reaching out to another kid, another guy named Billy Livinggood, his junior. So I knew of my dad's name. At this time, I didn't know it was my dad. Um, this name, Billy Livinggood. So when I saw junior, I was like, okay, well, maybe he's his son or... I don't know, you know, so I reached out to him and was just like, Hey, look, you know, I'm 33. I'm just looking for information. My mom says, you know, that he might be my dad. I'm from Prescott, you know, kind of gave him a little brief, you know, history of things. And, um, I was like, if you have any information, you know, I much appreciate it. And, uh, he actually ended up, I don't know how we, I think we text or message. I remember exactly what it was but we had started talking and you know after a couple of talks we were just like well you know we should do a dna test you know and uh he had told it was crazy because he like had told his dad about like hey you know what's up there's this guy or actually i remember if i can backtrack a little bit i remember my my brother billy he had said yeah i just i'm taking this all in because he's like i'm looking at your pictures and i'm looking at my pictures of my dad you knew look a lot like him. So it just turned his world upside down. You know, he's just like, this is crazy. Like he could see so much resemblance to even his like great, like his great grandpa, like his, it was very remarkable for him. So um, he had talked to his dad about it and they actually were working construction together. Um, So day in and day out, they're next to each other. So you can only imagine the talks that they were having you know, dad, so what's this dude? He looks just like you. And he's saying he he might be your son, you know? And, and, uh, you know, we talked, Billy and I were talking about it. And, you know, we were like, well, we need to take a DNA test, you know, to see if this is, see where this goes. And at first, you know, we're, I I was, you know, I was a little adamant about doing it just because, you know, hesitant, just because, I mean, just the uncertainty, you know, just, you don't want to I, I wasn't trying to cause any ruckus or any drama in any direction at all, you know? And for me I had nothing to lose either, you know, but it's just like, is this it? You know, and um we ended up Billy and I were talking about it, and you know, he's like, Yeah, my dad just kinda asked some questions, you know, and um there was so much of this this story that I didn't even know of, so to to get to the point where we actually got the DNA test and his dad or our dad, Bill, he, uh, he didn't, he had backed out and didn't want to take it. And for some reasons, I don't know. And I found out later why, but, um, so the next step was, all right, well, dude, we should just take a siblingship test and see if, you know, if we're brothers, you know, I mean, that's the next best thing. Right. So I, I do Felicia, you know, was real supportive on it. We just got a I mean where we get at Walmart or something. Just some DNA swab test, right? We just did ours. We sent this to Billy. He did his and I think it was probably about a month or something or so. About a month or so. We uh we got the test back and you know, him and I both we were gonna call each other and we're reading at the same time and it was just it was crazy just to see that and it was like the probability was 99.98% or something like that, like that we were brothers. I mean, there's, we're brothers. And uh, it was crazy because like- Well, at that, that point that,
1: though, at that point though, you guys were just messaging. You hadn't really talked on the phone yet. Yeah, right. It wasn't oh, yeah. until that DNA test and he's looking at it and he's like, okay, we need to talk. Yeah. And you guys talked for like two hours that night
2: it it was it was crazy i mean just to to kind of get to that point you know it was really it was a milestone for me as well just because it was like all right you know i mean <clears throat> to be able to know that now i know that or would i ever like it was done you know like i now know who he was and you know i have a brother You know, I already have two brothers, but it was like to have a brother that I don't even know, but yet I felt way more connected to than my own that I've seen, you know. Um, We have a lot of things in common. You know, he's a dad. He's got two, you know, he's got, he's got kids. You know, he's a really, he's a soft-spoken, lovable dude. Um, And the trip thing was about it was that when we actually talked to each other, like vocally, like, I mean, verbally, like we had talked on the phone, we had we uh it wasn't awkward at all and I was that was the weirdest thing is this total stranger I don't know this dude for nothing and it was as if I've known him my whole life it was just so organic and just pure it was just crazy like just click everything and you know and we're around the same age so a lot of things that you know we might make jokes about or you know like funny comments you know we both get you know we both we're both suckers for like old school R and B, you know, and like. <laughs> so it was, it was cool to be like, just to relate to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know, you know, and to feel so close to them. and it just, it didn't feel, it felt so. Um, I don't know, it felt so. How do I say? It? it just felt right. It just really felt right. It felt like there was definitely. I mean, a, a P, even for him though, you know, I mean, to to talk about his history, I mean, he was telling me, man, he uh, at one point in their life they were homeless, living out of a car um, with his two sisters and his mom and dad. Um, he's had a rough rough childhood, and uh, you know, and he all you know, I've always wanted a brother. You know, he'd always here and there he would say that, right? And he goes, there are some key, po- key moments in my life when my mom would go, well, I mean, he's out there. Maybe someday he'll come knocking, like, as a joke. But he goes, you know, and I always would ask, you know, I always would think, like, why would she say that, you know? Why would you say that? And uh, here I am, you know? Like, it was crazy, because the story that, that went with, with that was my mom was 17, had me, um, I guess they were kind of like a fling with Billy. So with my dad, and there was a really bad blood between my, my brother, Billy, and his mom and, and my biological my mom, Heather, um, that I didn't even know of. To hear two, both sides of the story, it was just crazy that they're just catfighting, and I mean, it got bad. She's older. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of, I won't even get into that story, because it, it takes right? <laughs> But there, there was some bad blood there, and you know, and unfortunately, I'm the recipient of of all that and the drama that goes with that. It just, um, yeah. I don't know what other questions you want, but <laughs> there's there's a there's a lot to that.
1: Well, what about when you flew down there? You decided you were you wanted to meet him in person.
2: Yeah. So, I uh, my goal was to you know, if I I now know who he was, but my goal now was more focused on getting to know who this this guy i'm calling my brother billy and his story and to learn from him his perspective on how his life's been with with this so-called my dad you know and uh yeah so we had made a trip felicia Evan and i we went down there and we went and saw him and you know if i got to see my dad that was okay you know that was i was kind of like a side that was a perk but uh, that I didn't have my hopes up to do that. it wasn't the, the main goal right I was just like, hey, I just want to get to know you and slowly maybe this can transition into maybe eventually meeting him right but up to that point, you know Billy had said that his dad wanted to meet me he'd ask me que- ask him questions about me and and all that and and he you goes, know, yeah, my dad was excited you know and the day comes that I, I actually we pulled the trigger and we went down there, right? And I it's like, oh, this is real. Like he actually, he's here in in Prescott. Like, oh, you know. So it's like, put up or shut up, right? And uh, met Billy, his his wife Monica, their their sons Barrett and Draven, and it was just like, even I mean Felicia could even tell you, it's just, it didn't feel awkward at all. Like, I mean, when we saw him in the airport, like I wish I had, we were trying to look for the video of it, but it was just like the first time we actually saw each other. And it just like giving this total stranger a hug, but yet felt like, like, again, like we've just known each other, you know, it was just, it was really cool. And, uh, you know, so while we were there, uh, you know, we're just, I'm, to me, it it just felt like it was literally like a movie. It was just like, this is really happening. Like, Hey, can we just put pause for a minute? Cause I, I can't even, can't even fathom anymore. Cause it was just like, yeah, this is where, you know, I went to school. This is where, you know, and he's throwing out names that I've only heard of, you know, like uh, our, our grandma um, that owned a Mexican restaurant. He's like, yeah, it's right here. You know, like he's, he, we went down like his, his memory lane of, of the town. It's not a big town, you know, but, and he's just showing me around things. And, and uh, it was crazy. Cause we actually, he was, he does uh construction. So he just at the time was doing stucco on houses with his dad. And we're just driving around and we kind of came up to this one spot and uh, he goes, Oh yeah, dad's there right now. And we saw his work truck outside this house. So it was like, okay, this is the closest I've, I would have even ever thought, you know? Right. Um, But I didn't get to see him, you know? And uh, which didn't hurt. I wasn't bummed out about that, but it was just like, Whoa, like, dude, like I almost, I mean, I saw my dad, my dad's truck. Like, there's a real person, you know, like he's actually real. And, you know, to hear stories, to hear stories from, my, from Billy about, about my dad, you know, I just asked him little things like, you know, how was he, you know, he goes, well, you know, he's a hardworking, hardworking dad, you know, I mean, he didn't get a lot you know, things right sometimes, but he was loyal to us. He always worked hard. He was just constantly working hard, you know, and, uh, you know, things that Billy had said about his dad, he goes, you know, I'm very thankful for my dad. I'm I'm the man because I, I am who I am today because of him. So just to hear that alone, like if I never met the dude to know that he wasn't in a sense I mean, I didn't have any expectations of what he would be like. You know, the only expectations that I've had of my brother's dads was like, Well, I mean, what do we got here? You know, <laughs> like what do we got? And uh so that, that was a relief in a lot of ways to be like, nah, dude, my dad was cool. And I, I look up to my dad. So that, that right there was that, I mean, that could, that meant a lot just to, to know that he did care about his kids, you know, and that he's been married to the same one for 30 something years and, and all that. And, uh, you know, so Felicia had actually the great idea of, she's like, well, why don't you just write him a note? I mean, who writes notes these days, you know? and uh or letters especially you know like to this my dad I uh you know and then the letter I wrote him was just like hey look you know I'm not I'm not looking here to cause any drama to you know make any waves I just want to know you know like it, what our family history is is there any cancer you know just like little things like that you know just can you give me anything you know and uh so after, you know, I wrote this letter and it was just like, you know, hey, if I know, like I said, if I never met him, if I never meet you, um, I know that you were a great dad to my brother. And I just want to say thank you. I mean, because that that meant a lot to, like I said, to know that. <clears throat> he It wasn't just a dirt bag, you know, that that meant a lot. And he isn't my dad. You know, he didn't raise me. A, worth nothing you know and i don't blame him for that at all not not one bit you know i don't have hate in my heart or any of that so you know it was coming from a good spot as far as when i wrote this letter to him um uh, so my brother billy he gave him the letter he went to his house and they, and again they didn't they we actually drove by their house too like he was like yeah this is where dad lives, you know so we went down in his neighborhood and uh it was a trip you know it's like I mean, I didn't see him at all, but just see his house. And it just kind of felt like, like, again, like this is real. Like we're here, there's his house. Like, Oh my gosh. And, you know, so Billy went over, I think later that night or something like that. And he had given him the letter. Well, I actually got some flowers for his wife too, you know? Um, Cause he said his mom was real standoffish. She's really, um, really, uh, Say about her. Oh. Um, it's just really guarded. She just has her, you know, insecurities, you know, and um. So he went over there. He gave her the letter. He comes back and he's crying. You know, my brother's just crying. He comes up to me. He just gives me a hug. He's just like, "I'm sorry, man." I was like, "What's up, dude?" He's just like, "Man," and he's in tears. And Monica, his wife's like, "Dude, he doesn't cry like that. Like, he's been a while since he's cried like that." And uh. I also got to kind of give you an idea of what who my brother looks like too. He's, he doesn't look anything like me. He's this big Mexican dude. He's a big boy. He's big dude, like big teddy bear, you know, and beard, you know, he's just, he's a big lovable dude. I mean, I love him to death and to see him cry like that was just like that right there in a way was just like, I'm not afraid to cry one bit. And just to see like, personality trait is weird you know to see that was like he it shows you a man that he's not afraid to cry you know and and again like i've only known this dude maybe what we were there three days the second day third day or something like that and we i mean again comfortable enough to do that and you know he's like i'm sorry man he's like you know my uh my parents they're they they're just not accepting it they 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 don't believe it and uh, I'm like, Hey man, it's all good. I'm like, it's all good. It's just not, it's not the time. And again, I'm like, I didn't come down here to see him. So, you know, I'm here to see you guys and it's all good. You know? And I, and I was joking around, I'm trying to make him feel better. I go, Hey, wait a minute. And I go outside and I knock on the door and I'm like, Hey, what's up dude? It's your brother. You know, cause for all the stories he was talking about, you know, like someday he'll come knocking on the door, you know? And so that little trip that we had made, it was three days real quick one um got to know his 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 uh kids barrett and draven you know great people and told him that you know we'll be back you know we'll come back and the following year felicia surprised me and she got me a a trip to go see him again and uh, i went there by myself for a whole week this time and uh it was great it was good to see and at this time it was crazy because we had like kind of the snowmageddon going on it wasn't snowmageddon in in Arizona they had like it just the week before it was dry. There was nothing. It was kind of cold. We cut they kind of have similar weather here. And um it got, I don't know, two feet of snow or more in 24 hours. Like it just dumped in, in Prescott and uh as a state of emergency. Like they didn't have any, they don't have anything to really clear the roads or anything, right? It was just crazy. So for a whole week we were kind of just stuck at home. And um, which was great. You know, he's like, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, he's like here, you come from the snow and you're right back in. And I'm like, no, dude, I love the snow. You know, we took the nephews out. We're building snowmans. You know, we found like a, these people had made an igloo, like, you know, and I just wanted to be there and just kind of just be in their life. Didn't need to be fireworks or let's go do all these fun things. I'm like, I just want to be here, you know. Um, and uh, I have two half sisters there. Um, their names, I can't think of on of my head right now, but um, I bet I met both of them this time. And the one sister, she's a little bit older, she uh, she was real standoffish at first. You know, she brought her daughter over. She just kind of wanted to feel me out and just be like, you know, what's your deal? Why are you here again? And why didn't you come looking for us the first time? And I listened to her, you know, and I just said, well, again, I didn't want to come here and cause ruckus. I just wanted to know who my dad was, and I just met Billy. So after talking to her for a while she kind of started to you know ease up a little bit and know that my intentions there aren't to break their family apart or you know any of that i'm like hey if anything like i'm glad to meet you but i'm like you have to understand from my standpoint i'm not just going to come in you know you know full guns blazing and just being like hey i want to know everybody and this and that like i didn't i just i don't know anything i was just coming here and just whatever it was only three days too i mean i was trying to soak in the fact that I'm talking to uh, my brother, you know? Um, and then it was another trip is my other sister. She actually had her birthday. So my other sister, she's real cool. She has, she had a learning um, learning disability shirt. Like one of her ears, she was really young and she got really sick. I think she, when I to say that she almost died. She got severely sick, but she ended up like losing some, she was like kind of deaf. Um, but I got to meet her and celebrate her birthday there. And that was a trip. So like now I'm celebrating, you know, uh, my another sister's birthday, and uh, in the time that I'm there, I didn't want once to meet my dad again. He knows that I'm there. Um, at one point, he picked up my nephews, Barrett and Draven, in the parking lot of my of my brother's house, right outside, and not once did he come in, you know. And um, yeah, it was it was hard and. Oh, to backtrack, when I went there the first time, I actually talked to him I, I on the phone. He actually called Billy because Billy left and was just like, you know, they, they look at him as like, I mean, they're his, their only son. And for him to react the way he did, he just walked out of the house. Right. And uh, so when I talked to my dad the first time, he called Billy and was just like, let me talk to Seth. So he talked to me and to hear my dad's voice was, well, that was a trip just to be like, but now I'm actually... Hearing him, and he's, he's like, you know, he was real standoffish about it at first. He just said, "Hey, you know, like, I don't know what your what your deal is." And I could hear someone in the background, so he he was definitely felt like he was, like hung, like someone was hungering over him, which is probably his wife. Um, but I could kind of tell in his voice that he kind of felt there was remorse there in a the sense of how he was talking to me because it again it didn't feel very, it didn't feel authentic at all. But he he said, uh you know, hey, look, your mom was just a fling, you know, like, you know, he's kind of coming off like that. And he's just like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want any, anything. And, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to leave my wife, you know, he's just got things that I'm like, I do No, you were 17, she was 17 years old, dude. I'm like, I understand that you guys were young. Like, I'm not blaming you at all. You know, I'm like, I just want to know about the history of the family. and, and, And just to get to know you, if you want to have a relationship, I'm here, you know, I don't I don't need you to bridge the gap right at all. Like it's it is what it is right now, right? And uh so it was a brief brief conversation I talked, you know, we had and uh he at one point said, Well, hey, you know, maybe we should just take a DNA test. And I'm like, Hey, we tried to get you the first time, dude, but you backed out, you know. So I mean <laughs> yeah, we could take another one, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be exactly the same, you know. <laughs> so yeah yeah it was it's been crazy you know it it does hurt though to to know that um he knows i'm alive you know and the man see like now i was, was going to say there's things just popping in my head from from back back then you know like uh at one point when i was really young when my mom had me when when i was born she actually left me with my dad at that point for like they said two weeks or something. And she just disappeared. My mom just disappeared. They didn't know where she went. Here's a baby now. And they they have me, right? And uh then she just came back one day and took me away. So it was like my dad. So they they knew I was there. And, like, even the sisters would say, like, so, it's like, the stories all added up. And they had, like, their little bit of twist of things. But everything was similar in a lot of ways. That, you know, I was, they knew I was born. Sandy the the sister um time she her reply to me was um you're like you're not related and I don't think you should cause any disturbance in the family so yeah the sister the sister came off real hard about saying that um that she didn't want any disturb like I shouldn't disturb the family at all so there was something there right so yeah I mean for me the biggest thing I said was just like it was hard to know that he knows I'm alive and there hasn't been any any bit of effort on his part at all and that's that's the hardest thing but uh like I say I don't have hate at all I got a cool brother and a good family
0: it sounds like if there if he was with um his current wife then mm-hmm. like it it's yeah. probably you know a lot of pressure from the wife and he's got guilt oh, yeah. in that relationship so at least like hopefully you can feel that it's it's not necessarily personal with you it's probably mm-hmm, yeah. more you know, their situation going on, um, which hopefully will resolve someday or he'll just you know, do what yeah. he wants to do instead, yeah. but I feel that's like I, exactly, I got, I got that's exactly
1: yeah. that's what I was thinking that's what I was thinking, because I was like, well I mean, we've been married for 11 years like, I couldn't imagine being married for like 25, 30 years, and then all of a sudden this grown man is like hi, <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Yeah. It'd be yeah, a lot and you can, it would be a
1: lot to take in, like, oh, so you're a high school sweetheart, she's back like because I mean, there's obviously there's history there, right? And it's complicated.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I know that was that was a a lot. That's a big story yeah. and I appreciate Hopefully it being... you
2: can follow it. <laughs> I'm all over the
0: place. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, I think that was great um yeah I think you I don't even have any questions that was that was good I mean no more questions than you have I'm sure hey,
2: <laughs> no, you know and at the end of at the end of it too it's, it's just it's the you know, it's still only the beginning and you know I mean there'll, there'll be a time there'll definitely be a time uh there was actually I think a couple years ago he actually he was in the hospital and he had some some issues going on, and I'm like, well, maybe I won't get to see him now. You know, like, I don't know if he was gonna die, or you know, my brother yeah. was real concerned. Um, and he, you know, he made full recovery and all that stuff, but it was like, man, like, wouldn't you still want to reach out? Like, I'm not a bad guy,
0: dude. Like, yeah, you know, why it definitely
1: you- hits home, like on Father's Day and things like that. Like, I, I yeah. see you get a little bit more quiet or more like, you know, what the heck or you know, there's moments where, like, I don't know, like the things that stick out in my mind is, oh, there's a lot of things just witnessing you and your story and what family means to you. Like, anyone who knows Seth knows, like, once he considers you family, like, you're, that's it, you're family. And um, regardless of blood or whatever. But, like, I think that, like, being a, watching him become a dad and become, the dad that he wanted is yeah. such a strength. And I know this sounds like really corny, but like that's why I married him. Like I oh, knew yeah. he was gonna be an amazing father. Like, no question. And seeing him like put her daughter to bed and come home and come downstairs and be like, I wonder that what that's like to be read to until you fall asleep. Like he didn't get that. And what could be seen as like, oh, that's a hard story. It's actually not. It's it's such a strength. You know, it makes him who he is. And, yeah.
0: I totally see that. I was going to ask, like, Seth, how do you feel? Like, how do you think that shaped how you are as a dad?
2: Oh, man. Uh, Well, thank you, wife, for saying that. But it's, I mean, I'd say without crying. (laughs)
0: <laughs> if you need a minute um, you can take
2: a minute it just
0: it
2: just shows me the importance of what a, a dad is to a kid and uh, that it's important to be not only just a dad but just to be a, you know a husband and, and be in the kid's life and, and the family's life and, you know give them the confidence when they feel uh, they're not sure of things and have to have the to have them feel protected and know, you know, know that their, their dad's not going to beat them or call them nasty names and but a dad that's going to go and jump on a trampoline with you, you know, play with the neighborhood kids, show that he loves his wife, you know. It's just I've learned like like I said before it was just, I, I've learned a lot of great things and I've learned a lot of things what I should, I don't want to happen. And I don't use my past as as a crutch at all. If anything, it's just like a, a step, really, just to get above it and, and be like, okay, well, what can I build to this next step? You know, where where can this go, and where where is my goal, and what am I reaching to? It it definitely has an impact on a kid's life to not have a dad. Um, there's been so many times in my life it was just so insecure. Um, on the outside, it might not look that way, but you know, I would always ask how does this look or what about this? And, you know, and always was second guessing myself. And, and I know it's because I didn't have, I didn't have a dad there. You know, you didn't have someone to rough you up here and there, you know, and just kind of, you know, and f- just to feel accepted in a lot of ways. And, you know, mind you, I, I, I had a lot of great guys along the way um, that definitely helped shape me. Um, So it's not just, it's not all on me. I mean, there was a lot of great guys that took me under their wing. Um, I'm, I'm thankful to God that he showed me, he gave me strength to, to know who I wanted to be like and what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, it was, it's crazy to hear stories of people that knew me when I was a kid and how much anger I had. I mean, I had a real bad anger problem. Um, I just, I didn't trust men at all. All I remember of, of male figures was abusive, um, drunks, you know, beat my mom. You couldn't trust them at all, you know, and they they actually thought that I was going to end up in jail or, you know, like I was statistically going down a wrong road, you know, and as I got to be older and wanted to be a dad, it definitely it's just it shaped me in a lot of ways to know that my my daughter's not going to have to worry about me leaving, that I know that I know who she is and that that I won't leave her and that uh, someday I'll be her grandpa her, you know, her grandpa to her kids and and uh, hopefully damn it I'll be a great grandpa if I can help it, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I've learned I've learned a lot and, and it's not just just uh you know, my, my adopted mom helped me in a lot of ways and a lot of great people. Just you you need to have good influences. Yeah. You gotta keep you gotta keep your mind right too. That definitely helps. But don't use your don't lose your past struggles as a crutch and let that affect who you are now. Yeah,
0: great advice. Well, thank you again, Seth, so much. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Really? And yeah, huge testament. You're you're an amazing dad. Anyone can see that. You have a very happy, loving family. <laughs> so you've done really well for yourself. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that wraps it up. I guess we have a little bit of time. I was gonna go ahead and share my two stories really briefly. Yeah, if you guys sweet. wanna hang out with me while I do that.
1: I do. Um, Heck yeah.
0: So I'm like, let's pick one because I have two, which is so weird. But um Okay, so I um grew up not with my mom and dad. Um my dad was in and out of jail a lot when I was a kid. Um my so I lived with my grandma, um, my dad's mom and I lived with her until she got really sick when I was like five. Um, and then I lived with my aunt and uncle, my dad's brother and his wife, um, until I was about 12 and I knew my mom and I also have three older half siblings. Um, I knew of them. I had seen them a few times like throughout my childhood, but, um, I wasn't like raised with them by any means, and my um, my dad was just very adamant about like me not living with them and like keeping keeping me from them. I mean, they both had a, a lot of a lot of life going on. He felt that I was in better hands, like being taken care of by um, my grandma and my uncle. So I was there mm-hmm. until um, I was, I think, like. 10 or 11, um, my dad got out of jail, which is such a weird thing to say, but um, (laughs) got out of jail and stayed out of jail this time. So I went to live with him and um, he briefly got back together with my mom. So for a really short amount of time, I had a mom and a dad, um, two older sisters and an older brother. And it was like, it was really cool. Like I knew them kind of, but you know, not that well, but it was family. Yeah. Well, they did. That didn't last long. And in my childhood brain, I I actually don't have any idea of the scope of time that that was. I think maybe a couple months, if that. Um, mm-hmm. But they broke up again, and um, my dad eventually remarried my stepmom. So I got a stepmom when I was 11. Who I call her my mom because. Um, she basically raised me from there on out, even after her and my dad got a divorce. I still I kept her and <laughs> kinda of, I ended up losing my dad. But um
1: well.
0: I uh, I think I still like saw my mom and siblings a little bit, but then when I was thirteen, um my dad and stepmom um we all moved to Washington. I, I grew up in California, I should say. Mm. So we all packed up from California and moved to Washington. Um I'm not entirely sure that they even told my mom that we were leaving. If they did, they didn't tell her more than that we were leaving. So, um, mm. so, wow. yeah, so we left and I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have known how to contact her. It was just kind of like a cut thing, which at the, like, I didn't know to speak up like I had been moved around so much as a kid I just kind of went with the flow I didn't I always been a big people pleaser so I didn't want to like you know rumble or whatever you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay, laughs> mess right. with anything it's like yeah. okay um it, it was just she had already been such a like foreign concept throughout most of my childhood that I was like okay I guess then I don't have her again um so it wasn't until I went to college that I, I remember being a freshman in the dorms and I'm, like, on my own for the first time. And, like, I've obviously had them in the back of my mind and I'm, like, I know I have, like, a biological mom and I have siblings out there. Like, I know them. I know their names. Like, I know what they look like. I have a picture of us together, but that's it. It's so yeah. weird. So <laughs> I got on MySpace at the time that's and I big. just, like, <laughs> typed big. in my brother's name and he po- he popped up. And I was, like, oh, my God what like th- that was easy yeah that's totally him I like totally recognize him this is so weird and I just wow. like messaged him and I was like you know hi I'm Surprise! your sister but it, yeah and I mean I was 18 and the last time they saw me I was like 12 like big oh, well. time change but um <laughs> yeah it just exploded from there obviously um I, I got in contact with my mom and my sisters and um kind of like was starting to catch up with everyone um since I'm the baby I feel like they grew up knowing about me and more about me and remembering more than I did since I was so little um so they were like all really really excited to like meet or like re-meet me I guess and build this relationship and I, I it was kind of, it was really overwhelming and I had to be like you know I need to like I need a minute like first of all I'm just now 18 like out in college on my own on my parents money but like you know I need I need a minute before we like dive in and start this whole family thing because there's a lot of there's a lot of like feelings there too like with my dad also just um it's complicated so (laughs) now well we like would talk and stuff here and there but um I was very protective of my relationship with my stepmom because she was the only um, mother that I had, like from being 11 on, um, still like we're just very close. And so I didn't want to, and I this is totally on my dad too, he was very... I think kind of used it like you don't upset her. Like she's the one that's been here and put in the time, like don't mess with your relationship with her by, you know, bringing in your other mom or whatever, which it never had to be that complicated. And yeah, I, no. I, I don't appreciate that either, but being so sensitive, I was like, okay, I just, I'm just not going to tell them that I'm talking to her and like this <laughs> whole thing. So, um, it kind of like mellowed out and we we're just like kind of casually every once in a while catching up. Um, and then my dad died um, oh. and they all came to hit. We had like a little memorial service for him in his friend's bar. Because if you knew my dad having his memorial service at a strip bar with strippers was totally you... like appropriate. Sweet.
2: So oh my like his
0: best friend's titty bar. Um, oh my but gosh. my mom and siblings came to that. And um, <laughs> to, like... I'm sorry. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I Yeah. It's a story. But yeah. Um, I got to go have like breakfast with them. And um, I I don't know. I I hopped down the street (laughs) from the TV bar. (laughs) um, I don't know. I think just having my dad gone, which was a horrible thing, but it also kind of lifted that bar and I just could do what I wanted to. And I could have a relationship with who I wanted to. And I had just gotten married. I'm like a full fledged adult now. So um my relationship with my siblings and my mom just it just grew from there. We went they um were living in Arizona. My brother lives in Southern California still, but um we went and stayed with my sisters and my mom and like visited them and then um after I had my youngest son Michael, um my mom actually moved up here to be with us, which is just like insane <laughs> that it happened. Um yeah, it's pretty crazy. I didn't think that I was gonna uh, get emotional about it. But yeah, okay. it was a really big deal like growing up without her and then now my kids get to grow up with their grandma. It's like yeah crazy. And it's so weird that like I don't know, just at Thanksgiving and stuff, I'm like, Wow, you're really here. Like this is mm-hmm. so weird for both of us too. So um yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. It has Amazing. a happy ending. Yeah, it has a happy ending for sure, but um it was a weird road getting there yeah. my other story <laughs> is, is like even different um, growing <laughs> up I my dad had um, another daughter before I was born. she's 17 year it was 17 years before I was born so Whoa. he I just remember that he carried around um, a picture in his wallet of it was like a prom picture or something and I remember him like telling me, one time when I was like really little like yeah uh, her name's Angela like you have this other sister and that's all I knew and so uh, I don't know why I didn't think of it until after he passed and it was actually like just a few years ago I think maybe four or five years ago um, from now I just like I just get really these like Nancy Drew moments where I'm like I'm gonna find this <laughs> like, I like to look up all this stuff. I was like, oh, my school I'm like, you know what? I know that I have a sister out there. And with the way technology is now, like, mm-hmm. let's I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find her. It took it took a lot of um internet detecting, <laughs> but <laughs> I um kind of like narrowed it down. Um I found marriage certificates of this um woman, and then I found like a birth certificate with this girl's name on it Mm -hmm. and whatever so I found her on Facebook and so I was like I'm pretty sure this is it I think this is her and I like look at her picture I'm like I could kind of see a resemblance like I this might be it and so I messaged her and I was like hey um is so and so your mom like I think she was married to my dad I think you're my sister um I ended up getting the mom wrong her her mom actually wasn't married to my dad um she had her when she was 17 also but um, we, it, she's like, oh, I, I don't even remember now how it went. It was such a blur. But it was definitely like, yeah, that's me, and this is crazy. Um, <laughs> she knew about me. Um, she has a picture that uh, my dad gave her. She was writing to him when he was in jail. Great, <laughs> great. My dad was a really good guy, but like some trouble, <laughs> trouble issues. Um, but so she knew about me. But I mean, other than that. Like that was it. So now I have this new older sister from my dad's side, which I mean, I never had before and having like lost him, it was just a really special thing for me Mm -hmm. to have, but um, it's really different for her because she wasn't raised with him. Um, her mom and him split when she was like really little. So she didn't grow up with him, doesn't have any pictures of her with him. Um, there was definitely some like bad blood there because mm-hmm. he went to jail. <laughs> I mean, and left yeah. a baby with the 17 year old. I totally get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> she like would, yeah, rekindled with him sort of like in her 20s and was writing to him. Um, but that was it. So it's also weird to have all these memories and this entire relationship with the dad. Where on mm-hmm. her end, she completely grew up without a dad, so mm-hmm. it's a definitely a weird dynamic. But one of those things where we just talked and talked and talked and like told each other every like our whole life stories and all about each other, and it was amazing, like totally natural. Um, we ended up going to Disneyland, um, like maybe a year after. I, like, found her, and um, she lives in California still, so we met up, and we, like, went and had dinner at the Cheesecake Factory together, and I just remember being so nervous, because I'm just, (laughs) I'm, like, so socially awkward anyways, I'm like, this is a huge weird deal, but I went, and I, I, it was just, like, instant connection, Love her to death. It was it was amazing. She has a husband named Michael. Also, she's got two kids, amazing. a daughter wow. and a younger son. Like just a lot of similar things. And um yeah, I just it was really special. So I'm thankful for the internet for helping me, yeah. you know, find both sides of my family, which is just it's just crazy. Yeah,
2: pretty that, crazy. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that too because I remember like you had said that you know one of you guys experienced kind of your dad and the other didn't at all. And it yeah. was like the same thing for my brother and I was that he'd asked me, he's like, dude, I, I'm sorry, man, that you didn't have a dad. You know, he didn't, he's like, I've always had parents. Yeah. You know, so it, for him, it was, it was cool to like, kind of live through each other's experiences on the situation. So yeah,
0: Yeah 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 and the same with my other siblings they're really close with my mom um, because they grew up with her and i'm like i didn't for my formative years of like you know zero to 10 i didn't have a mom and a dad like i didn't you know I, i was lucky my grandma was amazing my aunt and uncle were super sweet like i was always very well taken care of and very loved but at the same time like i totally get what you were saying about with your daughter like with my kids I'm like the relationship I have with them, I'm like I have no idea what that's like. Like I yeah. it was it was I, I have my own special relationship with everyone, but like that young age relationship with them I just I'll never know. And that's sad, but something that at least I can make up for with my own family. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, it feels really good to just out of the blue your kid looks at you and just goes, Daddy, I love you. Yeah,
0: it's like,
2: eh. I'm like, Man, I wish I could say that to someone <laughs> yeah. that yeah. why can I have that? Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: Cool. <sighs> yeah. So, yep, we definitely covered the m- mashed up <laughs> family yeah. topic tonight. No, I <sighs> really
2: appreciate you telling us your story. That, that's, I mean, you've had a pretty crazy one, too. That's just remarkable. Yeah, yeah. But... And you're, you're a great, you're, and, and we don't know each other all that well, but we've been around each other you know a few times, and uh, you have a re- really good personality. You're a great mother, and I know you're definitely a great wife. And you have a great husband, so and you're a superb friend to Megan thank
0: you thank and,
2: you
0: uh, thank you yeah we both out. turned out okay so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we can do it, you can do it people <laughs> yeah.
2: but it takes it takes a strong it takes a strong woman to be in your back, in, in your corner it takes a strong man to be there too you know yeah gotta pick them yeah. gotta pick the ones that'll stay.
0: Yeah, definitely. I know. Yeah, Felicia, you're nodding your head. How? We um, <laughs> I mean, touched a little bit on Seth's story, but like, how how did that feel for you watching him go through that journey?
1: It was amazing. Okay, so side note: when <laughs> he didn't mention this part, so we had sat on that DNA kit for like almost a month, and huh. at, during that time. I had this like really sudden traumatic back injury out of nowhere where like I woke up and I couldn't literally couldn't move and it was horrible. And so, anyway, that whole month, like he's doing this back and forth with Billy and I'm like ready, I'm getting ready for surgery. Like surgery is scheduled on Monday. And so, I'm like, you're gonna do this DNA kit. Because if I die, <laughs> I was all kinds of traumatic. I'm like, you are going to find out who, oh my who God. your family is. So, like, he, got, he did the swab in his cheek, and we did all the instructions, and, like, we mailed it out to Billy so that he could do his part and mail it back to us. Like, we made it super simple, like, pre-stamped everything. And he rode his motorcycle, and he dropped it off. And I'm like, that was my dying wish. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <I love that. laughs> but yeah, I mean, this for him so much. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, just like as a wife to see him go through this, like I just, mm. he's amazing. He's like, he deserves everything. Like I, I know what it's like. I grew up with a mom and dad and all of that. And so like, I know, like, I just want him to have that peace, you know, and, and he got that with Billy. Like he does get that with Billy. It's, it's interesting listening to the both of you and like how things feel so natural. And like, you find these little connections. And like when we were down there, like they both got up in the middle of the night to have a bowl of cereal. And they're like, you too. Like, <laughs> oh, There's <cute. laughs> like, like, all these little uh, things. Like we're definitely brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, and that's stuff, yeah, I totally get that too. Like is so special having like not grown up with someone that like look you know, looks like you or sounds like you or shares these little like, quirks with you and to fight like it's just weird finding that stuff as an adult and like you understand the importance of it more also and so I feel like it's just so much more exciting yeah we at that breakfast down the street from the titty bar we yeah. definitely <laughs> okay. had it, like oh my gosh you put ketchup on your eggs and mix it all that's yeah. so weird those funny little things but it's like okay they're like it feels good to know that there's like other other yous out there, like other mm-hmm. connections to you. So yes. Oh gosh, thank you guys so much. Like yeah, that was you. a whole roller coaster, but I you know appreciate it and thank you everyone that's listened and gone through it with
1: us. But um I will let you guys go. Yeah. Thank you oh, so
0: wait, much. Oh wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh, go hot mess, hot mess moment. Oh, that has yes. a golden, oh, gosh. Okay. golden one Thank you, golden. thank you.
0: I know without yeah. Megan here, I'm like all over the place. Okay. do you have a hot mess moment to share
2: i'm i'm always <laughs> a hot mess but, um so the one that comes off the top of my head was uh, we went to our um, naturopathic doctor it was like was it a, a it was like a
1: month month old like we were still yeah. like yeah newborn baby tired
2: yeah mm-hmm. so we go to the we go to we go to uh our place in ferndale and and we're sitting in the lobby, and, you know, we have Eva, and you know, we're all tired. And we, I, I noticed this other young couple there, and for what I thought, she looked pregnant. I mean, she looked pregnant to me. <laughs> um, oh, God. And we're sitting there, you know, and Eva's just so sweet, and she's looking at us, and she's looking at Eva. And and she just kind of had, like, that smitten look, at, le- at least I thought it was. <laughs> And I don't know why, I thought just because being a new dad and being excited or something and trying to, I guess, you know, give other people the stoke too. I was just like, oh, I'm like, when are you, when are you or when are you ex- expecting? And she just looks at me, and she goes, I'm not. And I went, oh my gosh, I felt like <laughs> the smallest thing in the world. And I remember going in the other, there was like another room conjoined to it. And she was looking at me like, what the hell? And I go, in the, I go in the other room and I'm looking at her and I'm, you know, holding Evan. and I'm like, well, I didn't know that the shot was going to hurt Eva. Like, like <laughs> here I'm trying to say it kind of, you know, under my breath. No, I said it loud enough. Everyone here. And it's not a very big office lobby area. Oh my gosh. that was So, so to this day, until I die, I don't care if I know you're pregnant until you tell me that you're <laughs> pregnant or you're going to have a baby. I do not make assumptions. I
1: just oh. Go, oh, oh! Okay. Yeah. I'm you like, could literally be like nine months along, having contractions and carrying a baby name book, and he will not say anything.
2: Straight eye yeah. contact the whole it. time.
1: <laughs> good. How's your day going?
2: How How are you doing? Like, yeah, I, it was an honest, honest mistake. Yeah. I mean, she just was looking, and, and I feel like I can read people pretty good, just not that day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's I funny to hear better. it from the perspective of someone ask, you know the asker cuz usually it's <laughs> like oh, someone asked me that that's so funny but i get that because yeah when you're like also i mean the newborn fog of exhaustion but you're yeah. also in that like little cloud of like euphoria where you're like i have a baby and everyone loves my baby and everyone loves yeah. all the babies yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, easy mistake was, but oof that's my gosh it was bad it was yeah bad. yeah i oh,
2: so I'm like oh you're pregnant oh i didn't notice
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you guys so, so much for joining us. I think that was a great high note to end on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will let you guys go and we'll see everyone else next week. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay stay bossy.
1: bossy.